Fusion friends. Good morning, good morning. A special welcome to our friends and our guests this morning. My name is Pastor JB, and I just want to say glad that you are here. And for those of you who have been here, you're like, this is a little different, and you're right. Uh, our service is going to be a little different. We are wrapping up uh, a series that we've, that we've been going through throughout the summer on the Lord's Prayer titled, Teach Us to Pray. And as we were kind of just planning out this series at the beginning of the summer, we were, we were thinking, what, what better way to conclude a sermon series in a summer on where we were studying prayer than to create a space uh, in a service designed around prayer. And so we're trying to create some space for prayer this morning. So this morning is going to look a little bit different. So if you're a guest, just it's a little bit different, but that's okay. It's going to be a wonderful thing. With that, uh, also, I just have to make a note. Next week is a, is a holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend. And so uh, at Heart of Wake, we do we've been doing these combined services out in the, uh, by the pavilion. And so next week's going to be a little bit different as well. So 10 o'clock next week, outside, 
for a, for a combined worship service, so make note of that. This morning's service, though, is going to have a little bit of a different cadence to it, more similar to our Maundy Thursday services, uh, if you've been to one of those. And, and the rhythm and the time will be framed with a simple rhythm of reflection, song, reflection, song, reflection, song. And we're going to be using the acronym PRAY. By your seats, there's a little handout that kind of gives you base, the basic framework for the service, uh, the PRAY acronym, PRAYS, REPENT, ASK, AND YIELD. Um, and, and so... That's going to kind of be the, the format of our service. If you have kids here, there's not going to be a typical dismissal time. And so if you have kids who are, who are going to be heading down for uh, children's worship, now would be the time to do that. And uh, you can pick them up. The, the prayer stations afterward is going to be for all ages. But, or they're welcome to stay in the service as well. Again, you've noticed the, prayer, the space is set up a little different. So after a, an abbreviated time of worship around those four movements, the great room is going to become a space of invitation, a space where, where you can step into a time of reflective prayer. And these stations are set up to help facilitate uh, that time of prayer and entering into God's presence. Uh, here's the, what I want to note about all of this is it's invitation. Okay, this is an invitation to come and experience God in maybe a new kind of way. And so you can stay for as long or for as little as you need. There's no judgment, no pressure. If you need to leave right away, that's okay. There's going to be a blessing and a time to do that. If you wish, if you want that donut and you want to you know, have some time of fellowship, that's a wonderful thing. We just ask that the fellowship time take place in the hall so that this space is a space of prayer. You with me? Amen. Now we know what amen means. Amen, yeah. And so uh, let's, let's just take a moment then to just prepare our hearts uh, to receive whatever it is God might have for us. Will you, will you join me in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for a, a summer of, of studying this prayer, Lord Jesus, that you taught your disciples to pray uh, a couple thousand years ago, a prayer that uh, followers of Jesus have been praying and reciting together for, for generations. Lord, right now, we just pray, God, that you would, you would open our hearts, that you would put within us a spirit of openness, a spirit of, of curiosity, a, a, a spirit of, of seeking after you. Lord, if there's other thoughts or things that might hinder that or, or, or concerns or hurdles, Lord, we, we pray that you would take that away and, and allow us to just experience you maybe in a, in a fresh and in, in a new way. Come, Lord Jesus, we pray, as we worship you this morning, as we come to you in prayer. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. As we continue our worship, hear the word of the Lord from Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Praise. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Friends, prayer is, 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 is largely about a posture of the heart. And as we learned this summer, praise frames that posture. Praise and thanksgiving uh, instills in us a posture of humility that God is God, we are not. We, we praise because of who God is. That God is both our Father, who we remembered earlier in the summer, is, is good, loving, compassionate, and kind. 
And God is also the one who dwells in heaven, that God is God Almighty. He is, he is great. He is almighty. He is able to do all and even beyond what we ask and imagine. He is both willing as our Father and able to answer all of our prayers. The picture we, we held on to at the beginning of the summer is, is really this, this, this picture of God as Father, as loving parent who longs to be with his children, who delights in his children, who always welcomes them home, even, even when we've wandered away. If you remember that image of, of the prodigal son, the parable of the prodigal son, and the father sees his son even while he's a lot far ways off, and he runs to meet his son along the way. This is the image of our God, our Father in heaven, that, that inspires a spirit of praise and thanksgiving. As we think about how do we praise God, how do we pray with this kind of gratitude and thanksgiving, there's almost an endless amount of ways to respond to God through song, through words that we speak in our prayers, but there's also a variety of creative expressions as well. This morning, we're going to have a station in the back corner uh, that, is, that is designed to help us, invite us, and to take this opportunity to praise God, our Father in heaven, through words, through drawings, through other creative expressions for our young ones, or for our adults, we even have some Play-Doh. So if you want to praise God through some Play-Doh or origami, whatever it is, the invitation is to step in to praise God in a variety of different ways. Uh, but at this point, I, I'd invite us to, to join together as we unite our hearts in praise and thanksgiving through song. If you're willing, uh, you're invited to stand or you can remain seated. This is a time of worship. Let's sing together.
prayer, Jesus teaches his disciples to pray us as well. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Friends, prayer is, prayer is a gift. And it's a gift made possible through the grace offered in Jesus Christ. And, and, and the cross reminds us of what Jesus endured so we might find freedom in and through this loving sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. The gospel is freedom, freedom through forgiveness. By grace, we have been set free in Jesus, and yet the reality is, and we know this because we experience this, is that, that sin still has an impact and has a, a hold of certain areas of our lives, even today as Christians, there are areas of our lives where we, we need to continue to release them to God. And there's something powerful about regularly naming those sins and those areas in our lives that, that we are clinging to and, and also that cling to us. Forgive us our debts, Jesus teaches us to pray. Forgive me. Forgive us of our, of our selfishness, of our, our greed, our lusts, our willingness to compromise when it might benefit us, etc., etc., etc. Forgive us our debts. And if you remember the, the sermon uh, several weeks ago, as we talked about forgiveness, there's this other area that totally has a hold, of, can have a hold of our hearts, which is this debt, this, this weight of unforgiveness, when, when we hold on to contempt and anger and, and these hurts and we are unwilling to forgive others, there's this parable of the unmerciful servant we studied several weeks back from Matthew 18. And we remembered Jesus tells this parable of a servant who was forgiven this impossible debt. Right, the NIV tells us that it's 10,000 bags of gold or 10,000 talents. Uh, it, 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 is, it is an impossible debt for the servant to repay, and yet his master forgives him of that debt. But then the story continues, the parable continues, and the same servant then, is, then for, refuses to forgive another servant who owes him a sizable sum, but one that he could possibly pay off, 100 silver coins. And we remember during that time that each of us is the servant who's been forgiven an impossible debt. What Jesus did for us on the cross was forgive us an impossible debt that we could never repay. And so the question that this prayer spurs us to ask is, will we forgive as we've been forgiven? Jesus calls us to, yes, name our debts, name our sins, and ask for forgiveness, as well as release our debtors when we pray. This morning, we're going to have the opportunity to step into both repentance, forgive us our debts, as well as forgiveness as we have forgiven others, to consider the sins that continue to control our lives in a variety of ways, as well as to consider people in our lives that maybe we, the Spirit is calling us to forgive. 
or anything else that you wish to lay down at the foot of the cross, the station will be set up and will be a place to write down uh, those debts or the names of those we need to forgive and to place them in the bowl at the foot of the cross as a symbol of releasing these things to God. And as you do, do not forget this reality, that at the cross, Jesus has done all that is needed to bring forgiveness, healing, and hope. So now, friends, we turn our hearts to our Lord Jesus to remember our deep need for his love and grace. Let's sing together.
next movement this morning is ask. Jesus commands his disciples to pray, give us this day our daily bread. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So we remember by the time we, we get to the part of the Lord's Prayer where we get to our asks of God, our posture is set. It's one of humility, that God is God, we are not. And not only that, but our hearts are centered on, on the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That, and we remember that God is our good Father, a Father who loves to give good gifts to his children, who, who wants to lead his children in paths that lead toward life in Christ. God desires us, of us, to ask for him everything that we need on a daily basis. And we remembered earlier in the summer, the reason he, he wants, he just longs for this interaction is because he wants to engage with his children. He wants to spend time with, with you and, and with me. Again, it's this picture, this imagery of a parent, uh, a parent of young children who loves when they come and they ask for good gifts, the things that they need. God is pleased. God longs to give us, his children, good gifts. And yet, as I was reflecting on this, it's also the picture of, of the parent of, of older children, maybe even children who are stepping into or are living in adulthood, who long to see their children seek wisdom and guidance because good parents desperately want what is best for their children, even as they step into adulthood. The obvious difference, of course, is that God, our Father in heaven, knows perfectly and exactly all that we need and knows perfectly the way and the path that leads toward life everlasting. And so God, our Heavenly Father, invites us to come to him, to ask for all that we need, to ask for, for guidance and, and wisdom in, in how to live this life. And throughout this series, we've been reminded that this prayer that Jesus taught us to pray is a prayer that we pray as a community. Remember the language? It's, it's give us, it's lead us, deliver us, not give me, lead me, deliver me, right? It's us. It's so easy to frame our, our asks of God as an individual exercise, but I think it's more helpful to remember that we are not alone. Can I get an amen? We're not alone. And so this morning, as, as we have opportunity here at this station of prayer to ask, um, we have the opportunity to, to ask for God's provision. Give us this day our daily bread to ask for God's protection and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil to consciously come forward, to write down those requests on, on prayer cards. By the way, uh, our offering boxes are also prayer boxes. And there are cards there. So you can do this today, and we hope you do. But you can do this every Sunday, to write down prayer requests on the back of those cards. And if you'd like someone to reach out, check that as well. But write down those prayer requests, place them in the box, and know this that this week we have Fusion prayer team members, we have Fusion staff members who will cover your prayer requests in the prayers of this community because we are not alone, but we serve a God who walks with us and oftentimes we experience his strength and his power through the power of Christian community. God hears you, God is here with you, God is here with us. And so let's join our hearts in song. Remember that the God of Abraham, the God who was faithful then, remains faithful today. And you're invited, if you wish, to stand as we sing this song of God's faithfulness.
disciples commands us to pray your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen friends our, our prayer uh, recognize or ends with a recognition and submission to the God who is at work in the world to bring about God's good purposes God's kingdom rule right here on earth as it is in heaven a recognition that prayer is, is not about bending God's will to our own will, but rather about aligning our will with the will of our Father in heaven. A reminder that, that prayer and recognition that prayer is not a means to build our own personal kingdoms here on earth, but about advancing God's kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven so that others will come to know Jesus Christ as Lord in many ways, our prayer, this acronym, this pray acronym ends with where our prayer began, with an acknowledgement that God is God and we are not. Here's the, the imagery for us this morning. The imagery is, is imagery that we, we used last week. It's imagery of a rock, right? That God is our rock, that Jesus is our rock, that Christ alone is our steady foundation, faithful, trustworthy, and true. And even when the earth gives way, even when the waves are crashing all around us, Jesus Christ is that rock that holds steady, that holds true, that holds firm. And because of who God is, that God is our rock, we yield our lives, our very lives to him, trusting the good news of the gospel, that through death comes life in Christ, that after the agony of the cross, the stone was rolled away, and Jesus Christ was risen, was alive. Now, just some, some honesty here. How do, you, how do you create a station that helps us remember to yield to God? 
Uh, how, do you, how do you do that? How do you remember to yield our will, our way, our very lives to the rock that is Jesus Christ? I'm not sure there's a right way, but this morning what you'll have is an opportunity to be reminded that Jesus Christ is your rock. That Jesus Christ is your rock, worthy of giving our lives and building our lives upon. And so in the back corner station at the table there, there are some rocks. There's some, some, kind of, some, white, some white rocks that are kind of flat and are, are really nice for coloring with some colored pencils. And if you're not a kid, don't worry. Enter into that. It's a beautiful thing. There's also some other uh, rocks from Lake Michigan's uh, shoreline. Take one of those rocks. Decorate a rock if you wish. Otherwise, just take one of those rocks and take it with you as an ongoing reminder of the one who is our rock, the one who is steady, true, a firm foundation, one worth yielding and giving our lives to in Christ alone. So again, let's sing together and remember the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If, if, you, if you'd like, you're invited to stand for this song as well.
guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my Amen. God is faithful. God is true. God is able. God is trustworthy. Christ is our rock on which we stand. In the moments that are to follow, it's a moment of invitation. This space will be a space for us to be invited to step into the presence of God. There's no right order to go about. There's no right order to go just Go to the station that you feel led uh, to go to. There's also at the center of the room, if you haven't noticed, is our table and the sacraments of, uh, there's not actual communion elements, so don't try to eat that. But, um, <laughs> but there's water to be reminded of your baptism. There's um, a symbol of the elements of communion to, remember, to be reminded of what Christ has done for each of us. This is an invitation. My, my one, again, there's, if you need to head out, if you need to leave, that's fine. If you want to enjoy some, some donuts, that's wonderful. Uh, you're invited, but I encourage you to, to have a posture this morning. Uh, when we do the blessing, we, we encourage each other to kind of have our hands open like this. And that's a, that's a posture of openness, uh, a posture of, of curiosity, um, a posture of just stepping out in faith to seeing what God might do. So, that's the invitation this morning, and, uh, but we also thought it was fitting uh, as we ended this kind of series on the Lord's Prayer to recite one more time uh, this prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. And so the words will be on the screen. Uh, join with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And uh, before I give the blessing, for those who have kids downstairs, uh, our leaders are prepared to watch them a little longer if you want to go through the stations without the little ones, but if you want to go grab them and bring them to, the, to experience this, this is a, a space for all ages. You're invited to do that as well. Uh, but as we go, as well as stay for a little longer, receive God's blessing. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father Almighty, and the fellowship and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forevermore. And God's people say together, 
Amen. Amen. Let's enter into the presence of our Lord.